0: Good morning guys, welcome to Emmett Audio. I've been thinking about, hold on, I gotta get my glove on. It's 10 degrees outside, so I'm wearing some leather gloves. If I wasn't doing the podcast, I'd just keep my hands in my pockets and they'd be fine. But uh, as it is, it's nice to wear gloves. I've been thinking about chicken and egg sort of problem. occurred to me the last couple of days when i was in my funk which is that when you're in a funk you don't really have much motivation to do all the things that would ironically help you out of a funk or or get you out of a funk i'm sorry or keep you out of a funk in the first place right and so you can end up wallowing in ways that actually feed the thing and make it worse so then what i've been thinking about to myself and i thought i'd explore here today on the podcast is if you were to rank order the different things you could do that would be helpful in terms of disciplining your life to make it better what what would that order be Is there a way in which doing things in a certain order tends to work better? And are there certain things that logically make sense in terms of doing them first? So, the first thing that occurred to me was that cleaning up your how to describe it, dealing with the disorder in your physical space is the right place to start because it's relatively simple and straightforward. You can break it down into as many tiny parts as you need. And it it is generally um, not time sensitive. So you can pick away at it and it's not like you've failed to reach some sort of threshold, right? Whereas with exercise, sure, any exercise is better than nothing, but if you you move so slowly that it doesn't get your heart rate up, well, then your heart rate wasn't up, right? So there's a certain threshold at which real benefit starts to kick in. And the same is not as true of your physical space, right? You can put away your stapler today and wait until tomorrow to put away something else, and the space doesn't care. So, um, my sense is that the correct place to start, the, the, the best place to start, is in bringing order to your physical space. And that can be doing the dishes, that can be making your bed, that can be throwing out trash, And it can extend all the way to mucking out spaces and, you know, doing a big dump run. Uh, You know, you can take it as far as you want to take it. The point is, is that it's sort of always there and you always get that sense of freshness. Just from, I mean, just as an example today, we have to be running a little bit early today. So Susanna and I were cleaning off the desk in the dining room and and, uh, and I was, organizing the library books and just taking the shelf where we keep our library books and just straightening it up a little bit made such a huge difference in the sense of freshness to that space. Even just taking the stack of library books that had been sitting on the side table by the couch and putting them away and putting out a different book made a huge difference in the sense of things are not the same, things are not just sort of slowly accreting sludge, but there's a a breath of fresh air coming through the space. And I think that's what bringing order to our space gives to us. It gives us that sense of renewal and also that sense of available bandwidth. From there, I would say, Once you've started, and you don't even have have to reach some certain threshold, but I think that's the place to start. But once you've started ordering your physical space, I think the thing to do is to order your physical body. Bring order to your physical body. And that can be through exercise, but it can also be through other habits. You know, last night I've been feeling like my habits were not quite cutting it lately. And so... I went and I put my phone to bed at nine o'clock. I plugged it in where it lives outside our bedroom, not in our bedroom, outside our bedroom. And I brushed my teeth, I changed into to pajamas, and I went and stoked the wood stove. And I turned off most of the lights downstairs, like all but three or four. And then I lay on the rug in front of the wood stove and I stretched and truth be told, I fell asleep there. And I woke up at 11 o'clock and got up and went up to bed. But because I'd already brushed my teeth and I'd done everything else, it was, right? I actually slept really well last night because I set myself up, first of all, by not having screen time. Second of all, by dimming all the lights. And third of all, by that getting down on the floor and moving your body around or wringing out all of the tissues in my body by twisting them in different ways and then basking in the heat of the wood stove. All of that is tremendously beneficial. None of it had anything to do with exercise, right? Get yourself uh, an electrolytes mix. I'm particularly fond of Element, L-M-N-T, that everyone seems to be using these days. I've tried some other ones and don't like them as much. Get yourself an electrolyte mix and drink a big glass of water with electrolyte mix once a day as opposed to just water. Do these little things, right? And then it doesn't have to be exercise, but it could be. And what? Hey. Well, that was lovely. I just had a ran into a neighbor who lives at the far end of this uh, road. It's technically a dead end road, but it's it goes all the way through. It's sort of a really sketchy dirt road, and she lives at the far end. We've known each other. Fifteen years, we wave at each other as we I drive past, and she's running with her dogs, and she just had a new puppy. He was five months old, and we walked back towards the car, towards my car, uh, so the puppy could get uh, some running time with Willa, and a really sweet, cho- uh, yeah, chocolate lab puppy, and uh, it's so lovely to catch up. Okay, so. <clears throat> Great example then of of get the physical stuff in line right here. I am walking the dogs, even though oh, I didn't really want to walk the dogs this morning because it's cold out and whatever. But I just had a lovely time, and I feel refreshed and invigorated from having some human interaction. And I think that's the uh, that's an unrecognized or or poorly recognized. Come on, Willa, let's go. Willa, come. Willa. Yo, Willa. Hold on. Good girl. Okay. Um, just making sure she wasn't running after the puppy. Uh, that's an unrecognized part of the whole physical thing is creating and maintaining those connections with other human beings which is often best done through some sort of physical activity, whether it's going for a walk or meeting someone for lunch somewhere, right? Eating a meal, still a physical activity and so uh... Okay, so the physical stuff, I think, follows on most nicely from bringing order to your physical space. And, again, as noted, you don't have to get perfect order to your space to turn the direction of things around. And you don't need to bring perfect order to your body to get the physical component either. Come on, dogs, Let's go. Willa, come on. Let's go, Maisie. Let's go, Maisie. Where are you? Hey, come on. Let's go right here. Come on, right over here. Come on, come here. I'll let you in. Come on, come here. come here. Come here. I know you. What am I thinking? Um. Okay, but once, so then, once you have made a start at bringing order to your physical space. and bringing some order to your physical reality, then I think you find yourself with the energy, enthusiasm, and clarity to tackle order which I see as productivity in your professional space. And in some ways uh, we're increasing in scale here because Professional order, interesting, there's like, trees being taken down. <clears throat> Professional order uh, has a lot to do with tackling really big things. At least in, in my own experience, that sure, there's the day-to-day minutia of doing you're doing, but you also need to have this big vision of where you're going, whether it's going back to school to get a degree, or starting something, whether it's a project or a business, or or simply having a vision for where you want to end up in five years, and then what steps would be required to do those things. Those steps feel completely insurmountable. when your health is a mess, your relationships are a mess, and your space is a mess. You have no bandwidth for those steps, and quite rightly so, because they are not as important. Now I would say that your health, and probably then your relationships, and only then your space are the correct way to order it, but... Uh, so this is not to say that like your space is the most fundamentally important thing it's just that your space is the best hack into getting yourself to have some momentum and some enthusiasm towards doing something and and so so yeah you don't have bandwidth to you don't have bandwidth to do Do the things that are needed for your professional life to blossom and feel like it's providing you with more opportunities when <clears throat> the rest of you is a hot mess. So it's helpful for me to remember that. And, and I think... So then there's one more piece of this, right? Which is that, okay, let's say you, uh, you cleaned up a space you got some good habits going for a couple days, and you start to feel like there's room for uh, your professional stuff again, right? It's no longer, it's quite so, feeling so overwhelming. And, um, but then let's say, let's say that you do that, but then, um, but then things get out of balance your personal spit you know your your physical space gets completely trashed because I don't know you didn't you weren't doing all the little maintenance stuff to maintain it and and you fall off the deep end in terms of your habits and <clears throat> you find yourself right back where you started again and i think in that moment it would be easy to feel demoralized and feel like ugh you know Am I going to have to maintain these habits forever in order to succeed in life? Because I think we think that, I think we feel like a happy life is top down. That you get lucky, and <laughs> Will is covered with frozen dog slobber. <laughs> Come on. I think we feel like what happens is that you get lucky in the hand you're dealt and or how things shake out. And from that flows a stream of of happiness that just allows you to be healthy and have a clean, ordered space. And I just don't think that that's true most of the time. Like, that's not... It's just not how it works for anyone that I know and I know some people who have been very lucky in the financial side of things right who who have achieved a lot of professional success and they struggle with those other things just the same and they struggle with the the you you're keeping your space ordered and and Maintaining your health, because because those things are habit-based. Those things have to be fed and have a certain amount of energy going into them every day from from you. And sure, are there some people who uh, live in a mansion with foot servants who clean up after them and pick up their dirty clothes from the floor and they live like slobs and don't even realize it yes but it's almost ridiculous it's pretty ridiculous i think to look at them as any sort of role model because i think very few of those people are actually happy so if the if the question is what is actually going to make you happy well that ain't it and i think I think the things that make us happy all stem from these small disciplines that stack up into a disciplined life that brings order from the disorder that will naturally happen because entropy and chaos are natural forces in the world. Whether it's your kids, whether it's uh, nature, whether it's, uh, well, aging right? That just is what it is. And we are, our lot in life is to push back against that with the correct efforts to create a harmonious good life. And when you see someone with a harmonious good life, I'm super aware when I see someone who is is doing that well, that what I'm seeing is the culmination of a of a sustained and incredible amount of effort sustained over an incredibly long period of time not always perfectly but that has added up to this good life that they have and that it's not something you can buy It's not something you can well because think about it if you could buy that then all the rich people would be the happiest people and they're not it's not something you can buy it's something you have to create over time in the relationships that you have, in the habits that you have, in the space around you that you make. And I don't think you need... You know, that sense of order can come at any level of of rich or poor. One of the most striking things, and I've talked about this before, is in this... Uh, this book about witches and vampires who live among us. It was just made into a TV show. At any rate, uh, there's a scene where they're traveling to Transylvania and they, they stop in at the hut, the, the, the little house of this old woman. And the author describes the hut as being completely um, in disrepair but completely orderly and clean. So this old woman obviously doesn't have the ability to fix everything in her house. And what she can't fix herself, she doesn't have money or anyone around her to, to do it. So it gets worse and worse. But what she does have the ability to do, she does. And so the floor is scrubbed and to the point where you could eat off of it. There's a, there's a glass jar of wildflowers on the table. There's a fresh soup made from whatever humble ingredients she had on the stove. And and the space radiates that sense of care and attention that you can apply to your life, no matter your circumstances. And I think that's where it all starts and where it all comes down to. Thank you for listening. Talk tomorrow.